The Nashville chapter of the Public Relations Society of America presents the APR Podcast. Hello, Nashville, and welcome to the PRSA Nashville APR Podcast. I am Chris Vadness, co-chair of the 2020 Accreditation Committee for the Nashville chapter of the Public Relations Society of America, or PRSA. As you may know, the APR designation is the professional certification of the public relations industry. The acronym stands for Accreditation in Public Relations and is described as a test and a testament of professional expertise, ethics, dedication, and facility within today's dynamic PR and communications environment. The idea behind this limited series podcast is to highlight experiences and insights of accredited PR professionals in the Nashville area, and hopefully provide inspiration and encouragement for APR hopefuls. I lead the Nashville Chapters APR Committee along with Carrie Guyton. Carrie and I are available to answer any questions you might have about accreditation. You can find our email addresses at prsanashville.com slash about slash accreditation. I'll repeat this information at the end of the podcast, but I want to jump right into this because I'm excited today to be speaking with Kevin Trowbridge, PhD, APR. Dr. Trowbridge is Associate Professor of Public Relations at Belmont University and the Faculty Advisor to Tower Creative Communications, which is Belmont's student-run communications firm, which is also nationally affiliated with the Public Relations Student Society of America, or PRSSA. Dr. Trowbridge, thank you for joining us. You are a self-described practitioner-turned-educator. Tell us a little bit about your background and how that transition came about. How'd you become an educator? Well, first of all, thanks for uh, having me on the podcast or the podcast. Uh, I think that's a, the podcast is a great service for uh, PRSA members and PRSA Nashville members. Uh, I've been a member of PRSA since 1999. Uh, I had graduated from college and, and started working in the communication field. And, and I knew then I wanted to be a part of an organization uh, to grow professionally because as an undergraduate student, I studied public relations. Uh, However, even as an undergraduate student, I don't think I really understood what public relations was. Uh, was, It's hard to describe, and I'm not so sure that's changed much uh, in the sense of being able to describe it succinctly. Uh, But I started working in communication, and I wanted to be a part of an organization. And in 1999, I set my eyes on accreditation. Uh, because I was seeing practitioners uh, earn that accreditation and um, I, I wanted to do something to really set myself apart. Uh, however, it was years later uh, that I actually earned the accreditation. Uh, so to tell you a little bit about my journey in a nutshell, I worked in the professional field full-time for almost 10 years. Uh, and at that point, i I really sensed a calling to return to higher education and and teach PR full-time, but I didn't really know I was going to teach PR. I was thinking more uh, some kind of communication. So I left a full-time job working in Washington, D.C., in fact, on Capitol Hill for uh, a nonprofit association, and went back to earn my Ph.D because I knew that was a requirement. At that point, I thought, okay, my, my dreams, my aspiration, my involvement with PRSA would, would probably change. 
uh, because I didn't know what teaching PR would be like. But fortunately, after my two years as a doctoral student, I got a full-time teaching position, teaching public relations uh, at an institution that encouraged my continued involvement with PRSA. But still at that point, I hadn't earned the APR. Um, in 2011, I moved to Belmont uh, University in Nashville. And being at Belmont, I was advocating for our students to continue their professional development uh, after they graduated. And PRSA and the Universal Accreditation Board launched the Certificate in Principles of Public Relations, uh, which is a certificate for entry-level professionals to uh, really demonstrate that they have the, all of the basic knowledge, skills, and abilities to succeed. Uh, in the practice of public relations. So I was as a faculty member coaching students and encouraging them and, and they were preparing and taking the exam, passing the exam. And then it really occurred to me, I, I, I don't even have my APR. So that was the motivation that I needed. And, and I think in pursuing the APR, it's every person has a different reason for doing it. Uh, some, it, opens up career opportunities and, and work opportunities. Uh, for me, it was much more intrinsic. I, I wanted to do it because I wanted to say that I had done it. I think that's a great point that it's different for everybody. The motivation in seeking accreditation is different for everybody because everybody's different. Uh, what do you think the value of the accreditation is to employers? Yeah, I think the, the biggest um, thing that that it sets the professional part. Uh, it designates that this is a professional who understands how public relations works, uh, understands how public relations interfaces with all facets of the organization, and uh, anyone can practice PR. Uh, do the things that that PR professionals do, but it really takes a professional to understand how to do it well, how to do it ethically, uh, how to do it with with all of the competing interests in mind. Uh, certainly, you you're hired by a client or an organization, but the role of the PR practitioner is is immensely important, and as our practitioner or professional in the organization, you are, you're thinking about all of the, the individuals and the relationship that an organization has uh, with, with its producers, with the consumers, but also enablers and limiters within the community and, and bringing all of those ideas together to formulate and to advise and to counsel leadership with an organization and an accredited PR professional understands that. So what do you tell students and colleagues about the timeline for this or about when is the right time for someone to be thinking about accreditation? Yeah, I think I even tell my students, uh, many who have earned that certificate in principles of public relations, start thinking about APR immediately. Uh, start looking at the, the process, understand the process, uh, download the study guide and begin working your way through it. Uh, it doesn't hurt to read it uh, mm -hmm. a couple of times over and over uh, because it helps you become a practitioner. I think that's another benefit of going through the process where the process toward accreditation, I think is actually more valuable than the, the designation that you earn at the end. Mm, totally agree, uh, yeah. 
yeah, that's just the the icing on the cake and and being able to to say I'm accredited, but the process that you go through to to think about what is public relations, what are the theories and the 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 models behind how we practice it. Mm-hmm. that tells us how we are most strategic. So I tell my students, start thinking about it immediately. And then when you've gained some experience, when you've been able to test those models and theories, not just have the knowledge about it, but you've, you've been in experiences and situations where you can test it. Does this work? How does it work? Then it's time to start thinking about start thinking seriously about applying to um, go through the accreditation process. Such good advice because uh, the, the study guide can be used for a seasoned professional to guide their study for uh, accreditation for which they may already be ready to take the test and tend to do the panel. But it, it also, and probably even more useful for a younger person or newer to public relations who who is just uh, getting started or cutting their teeth and looking for the right ways to do things. Because there are a lot of great things in that study guide that are, are practically applicable to what we do every day. So I think that's terrific advice. Quick story, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, one of my uh, PR professional positions, I'd been doing PR for probably at that point, uh, eight years or maybe even seven or eight years. And I was challenged to do my very first strategic communication plan. Mm. Well, you know, even after I'd been working full time for seven or eight years, I still didn't even know how to approach it. Right, right. So, so APR, the study has great examples of those, but walks you through the the process, research, planning, implementation, evaluation. Mm -hmm. I knew those things theoretically, but it wasn't until I, I got in the trenches and began to build this plan and having to present it to my organization's board of directors. Yeah. Um, the pressure was on, but the study guide helped me. Sure. And uh, I think that's a great point too, because you know these things in some cases, you know how you would attack a certain situation, but you don't know um, the best way to present it, maybe how to package it, how to make sure that you're covering every Uh, angle that you need to cover. And when you're talking to your C-suite or the leaders of your organization, it is really critical that you make sure you do speak in terms that they understand and that they value and also cover all those bases. So so I think that's a great point. You mentioned earlier uh, communication theories and models, and you recorded a video for PRSA Nashville. Thank you so much for that video. Uh, we're going to put a link to that video in the description of this podcast. But talk a little about that video and who you think will get the most value out of it. Sure. Um, sometimes you think of models and theories, and um, well, those are just for scholars, just for mm-hmm. academics uh, that aren't applicable at all. And then it's so not true uh, because I, I really do believe that we we learn best when we have to teach it, mm-hmm. and so by digging into models and theories that that explain the underside, uh, the, the foundation of what it is that we do. Uh, we learn how, how it works. Uh, we learn what we can expect. And we're not just relying upon our gut. Uh, in public relations, I, I feel like 
many of us who are in it, our gut just tells us we should do this uh, or we should make this recommendation. And many times it will work and it's great. But the theories, the models, understanding those give us greater confidence in, in making strategic recommendations to our clients, to uh, others in our organization. So being able to talk about that, I, I admit, I geek out a little bit <laughs> about models and theories uh, because I see them as so applicable to what we're doing every day, understanding two-step flow. And, and actually, before I started teaching, I had no clue what two-step flow was. Uh, and, and even the, the concepts of opinion leadership and uh, how two-way symmetrical communication worked. But then I did understand um, the basics, but the models, the theories, those concepts uh, give us a language that we can talk about and think about when we're, when we're designing and when we're uh, planning and when we're implementing PR. Well, I think that's terrific, and, and the video is is just really, really well done. Uh, we would expect nothing less, obviously, uh, from you, but but it is a really terrific video. So I encourage everybody to check that out. I think that's not just for someone aspiring for APR accreditation. Uh, to be clear, I think that every PR practitioner uh, could could do well to either brush up or learn something from that video. So. So thanks for that. Uh, as we wrap this up, I think I, I, I'd really be upset with myself if I didn't ask you about what you think is to come. So what, what do you think the future looks like for public relations practitioners? First of all, the future is bright. Uh, Great. In the midst of all of the uncertainty, our, our businesses, our organizations, our society, the things that we are facing, completely unprecedented. Mm -hmm. uh, but one thing that I am completely confident of is the importance, the role of public relations. Um, we have seen how public relations has changed over, over the past, I'm going to even say in the past decade, mm -hmm. uh, but, but even beyond that. Public relations has, has morphed into something that, that plays a very important role for organizations from corporations to nonprofits. And it's as it has risen in prominence and prevalence even, um, it's blurred with other related disciplines. And I, I think that's, that's a part of the future. Uh, PR isn't uh, what PR used to be. Uh, PR isn't just traditional media relations. Uh, our information sources, our means of communication have changed. Uh, we are no longer relying totally uh, and almost exclusively on traditional journalistic media, uh, which is what uh, more traditional public relations focused on. Uh, and, that, and that's how I was taught uh, public relations. But now we're relying upon the relationships that we have the opportunities to build one-on-one uh, -on -one and with, with communities, with tribes, with, with social media, and with uh, personal media technologies that is unlike ever before. And when people have so many questions and concerns about an organization, uh, what it offers, what it stands for, what, it, uh, what it's doing, um, they they are coming directly to the organization and the public relations professional that's supporting that organization um, has a very key and important role to play. Uh, so our future is bright. Uh, there are many demands and opportunities for us. Uh, we just 
have to keep growing and the accreditation process is a part of it. Uh, ongoing learning is a part of it. Um, and I'm excited to be a part of our profession and uh, to be able to teach it uh, at Belmont. There are so many things demanding and competing for our attention, uh, whether it be uh, in the workplace or personally, uh, but investment in your own professional development is imperative. You, you have to invest. And I think PRSA Nashville is, is doing some amazing things to make that possible for professionals in Middle Tennessee. Kevin Trowbridge, PhD, APR. I want to thank you, sir, for a great discussion. This has been informative and a lot of fun. So thank you, Dr. Trowbridge, for spending this time with us. And that's a wrap on this edition of the PRSA Nashville podcast. Once again, I'm Chris Vadness, co-chair of the 2020 Accreditation Committee for PRSA's Nashville chapter. If you're interested in earning the APR designation, committee co-chair Carrie Guyton and I are available to answer any questions you might have about accreditation. You can find our email addresses at prsanashville.com slash about slash accreditation. Thanks for listening to this PRSA Nashville APR broadcast. <laughs>